Attention! Baddies all around the world. Get comfortable and grab your juice. Girls only. Bro. <laughs> Actually, no. No way. Wait, are you recording? Hell yeah! Let the party begin. Hello, 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 bossy baddies. What's good? This is Tansy and Chandler coming at you. Happy, like, little bit into 2020, 2024. 2020, 2020. 24. How you feeling, Jan? I feel great. 2024 is a vibe. Is know? it? It is. I also want to say that I've been extremely overwhelmed since <laughs> 24 began. And if anyone else is feeling that way, just know that that is the process to change. That means you're making life different you're attacking life differently and discomfort is going to come right along with that yeah and you gotta recognize that every time you want to go back to the comfort that discomfort is a part of the process of all the things that you said you wanted when 2024 began so if you are overwhelmed i am right there with you and we're we're attacking life differently and just keep freaking going keep going i heard that When you experience frustration in life, that that means you're that much closer to opening a door of newness, of greatness. And so instead of looking at frustration like, oh my gosh, life is hard, like I need to just quit, look at frustration and embrace it because it means you're that much closer. Oh good, that means I'm real close. Real close to some frustrated, shit. Frustrated little bitch, you. <laughs> well, I was just saying that I have been PMSing the past few days, which I can partially blame the frustration on, but... Sometimes when your period comes, it's like the world is ending and then you start your period and you're like, oh, it all makes sense. But like, if you were to tell me, if you were to have told me yesterday that I would start my period and feel better today, I would have been like, there's no way my world is crumbling. Everything is over and I can't face it. It's like, it is like an attack. I I go to war when Matt will say to me. Oh. Are you PMSing? And I am. I know that I am, but I'm like, fuck you. Don't you dare cross that line. <gasps> Don't you dare cross Don't that line. Don't you dare, bro. Like, I know that it might be PMS, I but I am I can say I'm PMSing, but you can't you say cannot. I'm PMSing. You cannot. Don't, don't do that. Dude, it's like... Un- My feelings are real. Uncontrollable, though. They're valid. It's it's uncontrollable emotion of, like, extremeness for it's me. It's so extreme. Is it because we're getting older? No, that's who we are and who we are. I don't remember been. feeling as extreme as I do. I think you've always been that way. No! <laughs> Did I just hear you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you dropped. <laughs> Sometimes if I don't let it out, it's like... up it's like a bubble that's about to pop you know You're looking real tan. Oh, hey, thank you. Um, so you'll see, I get I get a whole lot out of these conversations with you as well. Uh, if you didn't listen to our last podcast episode, it is a great one. Really, I think it's one of our best. A lot of nice nuggets in there. But uh, Chandler talked about how self-tanner helps her so much feel good about herself. And I was like, damn, I need to get on that. And so she's not lying. And I feel a lot better. And I feel real cute today. So You look cute. Thank you. Um, 
moving forward into our topic of the day, we wanted to talk about the process of giving ourselves permission, being our own permission slips, where permission comes from, like inspiration in regards to that, and then how important it is to be someone else's permission slip by being yourself and owning your stuff and a whole lot of other stuff that you'll just see as we as we walk into this episode together. But we were talking about permission slips. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Do, where does the word permission slip even come from? Where, where do we have to get permission slips for? And it was to go on field trips. Yes. But also like when you hear permission slip, I think of those, that paper that's like, has a, a white a white sheet, a pink sheet, and a yellow sheet, and you write on <laughs> one, and it bleeds through, and I loved those. You I was did. like, this is magic. Oh, my gosh. You know? Do you remember those? Yeah, dude. I always lost them. Yeah. You probably <laughs> never signed your permission slips on time. No. And I, I was the first. Didn't. But unless I didn't want to go. Like, I... Okay. <clears throat> one short story on permission slips. I can't wait. So, the high school that Tanti and I went to... They added like a new gym and a pool after you left, right? Yeah, it always happens. Even yeah. the college, even college that we went yeah, to, they wild. added a football team after I left. Some bullshit. Yeah, that was fun. Anyway, back to high school. Yeah. They added a pool, which meant in gym class, you had to go swimming. Okay. And myself as a high school person, I wouldn't be this person today, but as a high school person, like I was terrified to put on a bathing suit in front of people. Like don't ever... Put me in that bathing suit. Also, getting wet in the middle of school is just not... Dude, like, what? What? That's so weird that you had to do that. <clears throat> anyway, it came time for me to have gym class, and my mom <laughs> was, like, so hell-bent on the fact that it was bull crap that I would have to go swimming. Oh, my gosh. She shut was, up. Dude, she was like, that's ridiculous. <sighs> so, when I think of permission slips, it reminds me of that time. And I never got to that. Like, I, I don't know how I cut corners of that. Like, I never had to even face it. But she was like, I will write a letter that you are not able to do that. And I was like, yo, mama, you got my back, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I never felt so supported, like you know? What the heck? Yeah. And so you never had to go swimming. I don't even know if it was part of the gym class that I was in, to be honest. Because I remember being like, whew, I got out. Like, that was easy. Like, I didn't even have to face it. But I do remember, like, she had my back so strong that it felt like, wow, you and me, we could take on the world. (laughs) You know? That explains a lot. Yeah, dude. Wow. Anyway, so going into today's podcast, I, I think the permission slip thing is such a good topic because the whole point of being happy in life is being free. Like, feeling like you can be more of who you are Mm -hmm. at your core. And... The only way that you can do that is, in my opinion, by listening to podcasts like this, by exposing yourself to new perspectives, watching how people live that you admire, Mm -hmm. and trying new things. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go back and forth and talk about how things recently in our lives have provided us basically permission slips to be more of who we are and to own all of that and be proud of it. Mm -hmm. And... Just know that if you resonate with any of these, that you can take these permission slips and use them in your own life, but also start seeking out other avenues where you can look at people and be like, oh, I can be more like that. That's cool. I resonate with that. Yeah. Well, I even think sometimes we don't even realize that we need the permission slip when it's exposed to us. It's like, oh, dang. Like, it just makes you see things differently, whereas we somehow in our brain have gotten the idea that, like, it should be one way 
versus another and this is bad or this is good and it's stuck in our brain but then being exposed to the way other people are like sometimes the things that which I'll, I'll I can kick it off sometimes the things that you think are bad are like their key to success that they're selling people right and it's like damn yeah you're right it doesn't have to be this way yeah and um, I think it's the smallest of things too like you don't yeah. know like you're like And I think it's the shoulds. Like when you said should, and we were talking about this earlier, that's one of the, what's the word? Like the big killer is thinking you should do something or be a certain way. The word should is a hater. Yeah. Well, you nailed it in saying that, first of all, I haven't said nailed it. Nailed it. it. In 2024 yet, (laughs) but here it is. Um, In saying that it's the little things. Yeah. And that's so true because I think it's the little things that we don't realize are holding, we're holding so heavy mm-hmm. on us that could actually be different and actually set us free to be like, no, this is my reality. This is the way it is. And I can do this, this, and this and give ourselves permission. So what Chandler, what's like one that you, that comes to mind for you? I thought you were going to kick it off. I can. Um, well, the reason we started this conversation was because I Chandler recently introduced me to Alex Hermosi. 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 Which he's a big deal. I'm from what I understand, and I'm just now starting to listen to him. But he talked about how for the longest time he would eat Chipotle for lunch and dinner, and how he saved money through that process, time and energy, because he and he's like a fit really in shape dude like muscly like but he was like I got my protein in I got my veggies in I got in all this stuff and he's like and I saved time on meal prepping he's like I didn't have I didn't want to spend time eight hours a day meal prepping for my week and I didn't want to spend time cooking and cleaning and he's like I still don't like doing that but I and he gave like a few other examples of places that he ate Chipotle is what stuck in my mind. <laughs> You're like, hell yeah, That's a permission slip I took with me. <clears throat> but um, to me, I think so often I, I should myself or I shun myself for yes, not shun. cooking, like not, not meal prepping. And I realize like I'm not wasting the time that I'm not doing with that. I'm using that time to do other things that are more important to me. And as long as I'm choosing like healthy things, I actually am, it could be, a key to my success. Yeah. But instead I'm in my head wasting energy saying I'm doing it wrong to yeah. myself. Yeah. What if I just accepted that for this, this chapter of my life, like this chapter of my life, like, yeah, I will, I make a shake at home. I'll eat a, a another little thing for lunch, but like my dinners are normally, um, like some type of salad or bowl that I get to go because I, yeah. And it's delicious. And I feel guilty for that. I feel like I got to get my life together because of that. Yeah. And what if I, and I am right now, I'm giving myself permission to be like, dude, choose the healthiest choice and keep it moving. Yeah. Well, I think because you don't meal prep on your own, you start to then tell yourself it must not be a priority to take care of. Or I'm undisciplined or like, yeah, yeah I make like, it mean something about Yeah, me. you make it mean something. Like <clears throat> it's not a priority. Therefore, I don't care about my health. Yeah. And it becomes like this lie mm-hmm. that's like maybe I could look at it a different way. I could approach it a different way and I could own the ish out of it. Yeah. Like this dude is saying I don't meal prep because he's, first of all, he's worth $100 million at the age of 30 something. And instead of 
thinking to himself, I need to set my business aside and spend hours meal prepping. Cause I know I also, I've listened to him for a long time. This dude eats a ton of food, bro. Like to meal prep for him would be awful, <laughs> but he's like owning the fact that he goes to Chipotle twice a day. Like that is, he's still prioritizing his health. He's just doing it his own way. And he's owning that. And yeah. I think that's freaking cool. Like another thing too, as I listen to you say that, like for him to have such confidence to open up and share that and still not give a F is so cool to me. Yeah. Like he's not saying I'm doing it the right way. Everyone should do it this way. He's saying this is how I do it and it works for me and I'm giving you permission to do it this way too. Yeah, but he's not even giving, he's not even purposely, I guarantee you he sh- he shared that to help people. The whole point was how he saved money. Mm-hmm. He was like, I saved money by eating this way. And in what he didn't know was it was going to give me permission to think about the way that works for me yeah. in eating healthy and taking care of myself while I pour into building my business. And I just, I think it's, it's, it is a small thing, but the reality is, is I've spiraled out of, not out of control, but I've spiraled in almost going the opposite way of like not taking care of myself because I was beating myself up so much about not doing it the right way. Right. And then because of that, I started to do worse, worse and worse. And then, yeah, you just end up in the spot and it's like, wait, what if you just looked at it differently? And I mean, you know where the healthy decisions are right. and the non-healthy decisions, but. I honestly like cannot imagine eating Chipotle twice a day. <laughs> like holy diarrhea. Okay. What? Anyway, moving on to mine. <laughs> Again, I got this permission from a girl that I look up to and she runs. Who a, is it? Her name, is her name Natalie? Cause that sucks that I don't remember her name. Natalie from Boss Babes? Yeah. Is her name Natalie? I think so. I am Natalie, I think is her thing. Anyway, I think her name's Natalie. If it's not... Boss Babe. Boss Babe. She runs Boss Babe, which is like a total enterprise. And we've all seen like the quotes that they post or whatever. Anyway, she... I just recently started listening to more of her because I heard her say one thing and I was like, holy crap, these are my people. Like this is... She's my people. And what she said was she was getting interviewed with two other people and those two other people were owning the fact that they don't spend a ton of time being rigid or routine or having a plan for everything. And then it got to her and she's like, yeah, no, like standard or what's that? What are SOPs? What does that stand for? Standard operating. Yeah. Standard operating procedures is my middle name. (laughs) She's like, I have one for everything. I have one for my morning routine. I have one for cooking dinner. I have one for the gym. And that is me. And I was like, holy crap, dude. Like, that's so cool. I mean, I do feel like I own that to a certain degree, but I feel like I could. You feel like you beat yourself up a little bit for it sometimes. Well, you, you start to beat yourself up over it because the people who are closest to you, which nothing against them, they, they want what's best for you. And they see that because they can't live that way, they kind of look at you like you are uptight and not I living do freely. I don't do that at all. I admire you for it. I always hype you up for it. I think it's just like there's small comments all the time. And I'm not saying that I'm a victim. And I'm not saying that anyone should stop saying that. But I'm saying this to other people who might have areas where people around them who love them the most make small comments. And in my opinion, when those small comments happen, first of all, laugh at yourself. Understand that they can't see your perspective because they aren't you. Number two own it. Just be like, yeah, that's who I am. Like, yeah, I think laughing at yourself is so good. Yeah. Like I, instead of trying to 
fall in line and make other people comfortable because sometimes I think it makes people uncomfortable that I'm so uptight and I understand that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like some people walk on eggshells in my house because they're like, ooh, this has got to be in a certain place, you know? Like, I I feel like part of that is... I'm sure that's from experiences you've had, but I also think we also tell ourselves this story For sure. that people feel some type of way about it. Cause yeah, I, I see, I see that. Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was so cool that she completely embodied her, what other people could see as a quirk. She turned it into a strength. Yeah. And I think, I mean, <clears throat> I just, I remember I said recently on a podcast or somewhere I said like, when I was diagnosed with OCD, which was a no-brainer, but honestly, it didn't make sense until I was diagnosed. But when I was, I thought to myself, like, crap, like, I got to fix this. But I feel like I've come so far, and it's been years now that that was a diagnosis, but I've come so far in understanding now it might be one of my biggest, weak- biggest weaknesses, but it's also my biggest strength. Oof. And I feel like when you can tap into that and Oof. see that for what it is. Yeesh. <laughs> Yo, that feels so good when you do that. It's like, I'm so like, true. hell yeah, like, I'm on a good path. Like, keep going. Don't stop talking. <laughs> that's true. That's good shit right there. I mean, if you think about it, that's always our message is like, whatever your mess is, like, turn it into your message. Turn it into your and magic. And you're going you're gonna to be, yeah, your magic. Come on, Shan. Come Woo! on with it. Let's, Let's go. go. Um, but then you, then you become someone's permission slip to be more of themselves. And, and then they, like, you impact the world. Truly. Yeah. That's amazing. Cool. Um, I'm going to give two more at the same time because I feel like they don't need to really be separate, but they're just two different examples of like, so speaking of the people that you were just talking about, that were on a podcast talking, one of them is Lori Harder, I believe. Mm -hmm. And Lori Harder is someone who I feel like I am like, like I watch her and I'm like, yeah, I see like a lot of my my personality traits and stuff or whatever but um I stumbled over my words in saying that because sometimes I feel like if she were to hear that she'd be annoyed like who do you not that she's gonna listen to our podcast but (laughs) like who do you think you are saying that you think you're like me I don't think she's like that no okay but anyways (laughs) anyways like you Lori Harder is her own person and so am I but anyways oh my gosh (laughs) overthought that too a little bit um she hasn't had kids yet and she's a lot older than most people would think about having kids, but I, she hasn't written it off yet. Like they're, they're so stupid rich. Like they're making her and her husband. Yes. Her and her husband are making ridiculous amounts of money. And she just launched a whole new product. Like she's still doing the most, but I know that she's still, I hear her talk about having kids in the future. And I think that's a permission slip in itself. We have, Mm -hmm. especially as women to like see, other women do life as moms or not moms. And I mean, I talked about this on the last, was it the last podcast where I talked about like going on Pinterest and seeing Mm -hmm. 10 ways you're falling in love with being single. And that was a permission slip to me to be like, actually, this could be really fun rather than being like, I'm lonely. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So, okay. I know you want to do it too. Oh yeah. Perfect segue. Yeah. Yeah. Because wanting, going from, this is like the craziest thing. I don't even know how to put it into words. Like the twilight zone, like wanting to have children and finally experiencing things that all these other women before me have experienced, but you don't get it until you're in it. Mm -hmm. And I swear, like there's a part of me that is like, do I even want kids? Even though I know 
wholeheartedly that I do. But I'm so afraid that I'm just now starting my business venture that I'll miss out on being successful in business because I'm going to have to be a mom. And again, someone like Natalie from Boss Babe, she's a mom. Um, Watching other women who are online with their online businesses, making a ton of impact, showing up all the time, and they still have kids and they're still able to be present gives me a permission slip to make that my reality, but also... I envision myself like being a mom and being a total boss babe and inspiring other moms to do that. Yeah. Like I can't wait to accomplish that and live that life. But I'll tell you, there is this little inner voice, the little bitch inside of me that is like, you're going to have to either be a mom or you're going to get to be an entrepreneur. You cannot do both. Dude, can we just acknowledge that voice in all of us, no matter what it is? Like, you can either be sexy and twerk or you can be classy and respected. Yeah. You can either be um, like rich and have a, a big, make a big name for yourself or like be settled. Settled and comfortable yeah. and happy and live a normal life. Like it's yeah. like you, we we define these things in a way that because we try to make it make sense and we try to box it in a way that makes us feel like we understand it more. Yeah. But it's like if you just take out the either or in every situation. Well, I think it's, I think where our brains go naturally is they try to protect us. Like they're trying to protect you from what sounds scary or uncomfortable and being both a mom and a boss babe sounds hard. But honestly, being just a mom and forgetting my passions is also really hard. Mm -hmm. So it goes back to choosing your heart. Like you have to choose which way am I going to go from here because it's going to be hard no matter what. Do I go after everything I want or do I just settle because that's what I think I should be doing? Mm -hmm. Again, should. Yeah. No more shooting ourselves. Only when we have Chipotle. Should is shit. Yes. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to your third. So my third was, oh, so I obviously dance a lot and I, I'm like in my area, in my realm, I'm one of the best. Like I get a lot of compliments because I work my ass off to be the best dancer that I can be. And I think that any instructor, dance fitness instructor, like you should be one of the best at your craft in the room because you have to command the room. You have to know it like the back of your hand because you then have to pour into them and help them reach their next level. And so um, all dance fitness instructors really probably get into the space of like, I don't know if like complacency is the right word or just like comfortable with how good they are because they're the best in the room a lot of the times. And the beauty about the internet, the beauty about getting out of your own room and going into other rooms where there's, people who are better than you is it opens your mind to the actually permission slip for me to perform at an even higher level. Mm -hmm. Like there are people that are in my life right now or that I watch online that thankfully I found and thankfully I've connected with because they remind me like, oh no, I could go harder. Oh no, I'm actually holding back my performance. Oh no, I'm actually staying right here because that's what's expected out of me or that's what makes everyone else comfortable. Yeah. Um, versus like 
when I do post a TikTok or something, whatever I want to post, learning from it and watching someone else do it and being like, damn, she's going hard as hell. Yeah. And seeing that is so inspiring. Like, I am inspired by someone who's going hard as hell and making me realize, like, I actually have more in me. And so that's, like, a different perspective on the way that we give permission slips to people. Well, to me, when I listen to you, like, if I'm – because the whole point of this podcast is to take what we're saying and apply it to your life or your experiences. And when I hear you saying that, I don't know what that's called. It's, like – like worthy humility or something. You know you're worthy. You know you're really good at your craft, but you're humble enough to know that there's room for improvement. Mm-hmm. So I, whenever I hear someone say like humility is important, to me, I'm like, yuck. Because I don't, I mean, I do think humility is super important, but I think to myself, that means not feeling my confidence. For whatever reason, I sometimes feel that. But I think what you're explaining is like to be confidently humble mm-hmm. where you know, you know your worth, but you also know you're not the top. Yeah. Like, you know, there's still room to go. And so that's where I'm like trying to make that fit into my life. Mm-hmm. Like, it's important to be very good at what you do, but it's also very important to know that you're not the smartest and, and there's still room to go. Yeah. There's always somebody better than you. Always somebody working harder than you. Yeah. Always somebody doing more with less than you. Right. And... I think that that's where humility comes into play. And it's also, I think humility is also like, remember how when we would watch sports and stuff with Kevin and mom and they would be like, oh, act like you've been there. Yeah. (laughs) As they would watch the players like celebrate. Yeah. And it's like, when you win, humility is like, yeah, celebrate the heck out of it, but let that be your win. Like you don't have to rub it in everyone else's face or you don't have to boast about it to an extreme, like, because at you just don't place so much important on the importance on the things where you could those those are gonna last for a second. Yeah. Like place brag about the things that will never be taken away from you. Like, well, it's not even about things bragging. that actually like, when you show up to dance, you show up to dance. That's what I okay, so here's another example. We just watched all the equalizers. I know you did that recently too. But we, this is so weird. We started with equalizer three and then we went backwards because wow. we were like, we realized we hadn't seen any of them. Um, anyway, that's fun. Yeah. I love all those movies. So Dude, much. they were so good. But here's something I observed watching those movies. Denzel Washington in the equalizer is a badass mother effer. Like yes. you wouldn't even believe there's hardly ever a time before he takes action that he's talking shit. Like he is not telling people like, Oh, you better watch out. Like, Oh, you mess with the wrong guy. He shows it in his actions mm-hmm. and all these other dudes are using their, their words and that's not humility. That's actually insecurity. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to they're trying to cover up their shortcomings by bragging, mm-hmm. by using words. And he doesn't he takes that time where he could be talking shit to observe. Woo. And I'm watching him, I'm like, dude, this is so applicable because obviously we're not out here like killing motherfuckers, but <laughs> Kind of we are, you know, like take the time to observe to get better. Take the time to observe to find the gaps, to find where to attack versus taking the time to be like, oh, dang, I'm killing it. Like, oh, dang, you know, look out for me. Yeah. Like, don't, don't do that. Well, there's talk about Alex or or whatever. Dude, Hormozy. Hormozy? Yes. Why the fuck is it Hormozy? It's not, it's H-O-R, not W-H-O-R. Or Mosey. Whore Mosey. I'm not calling him Whore Mosey. What are you calling him? 
Hermie. Hermie? <laughs> when Hermie boy was talking the other day, <laughs> he was like, people think that champions, more referring to Denzel Washington here and any other champion that you can think of, have something that they don't. And the reality is, is they lack something that most don't. Which Wait, can is, you say that again? Can okay. you say that again? So he was talking about champions and he was like, everyone looks at a champion and thinks that they have something that everyone else doesn't. Okay. And the reality is, is that they lack something that everyone else doesn't, which is an off button. Yes. So that, and I related to that so much because again, I beat myself up for not having an off button, but I'm also like, well, this is what I'm blessed with. Like, this is, this is my, this is who I am and I don't have an off button. And it's like, that's what I lack, but also what is my biggest strength too. Yeah. That's like a focused dummy will get further than a scattered genius. Like you have to be focused, show up and get to be the best in what you're doing. But anyway, that's your yeah. permission for that. All right. Anyways, so oh, you have my third, one. yeah. So again, on a podcast because that's what I do. Listen to podcasts every single day. Um I was listening to Mel Robbins, okay, the goat. Melly Mel. Melly Mel. Melly Mel Mel. She's the girl. Shout out to Melly Mel. Yo, if any of these people, like, remember when we mentioned <laughs> Deion Sanders? Like, yes. yo. <laughs> oh my gosh, Mel. Can yeah. You listen to this. We but love also, you. the reason why we were tripping on Deion Sanders listening because <laughs> you were talking about his chopped off toes. Yeah, bro. I mean, I don't, he is, he's so confident that he wouldn't give a shit. I'm sure he would just pop that thing out and say, look. Okay. Here it isn't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, Mel Robbins, bro. (laughs) She was talking about things that she learned in 2023. And one of the biggest lessons she learned, she's, she's an entrepreneur. She goes so hard. (laughs) What's funny? It isn't. Sorry, I just repeated in my head. Here it isn't. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know. I don't know. Back to Mel Robbins. Focus. Okay. <clears throat> she was saying that one of the lessons that she learned last year was she kept trying to seek out balance. She kept thinking to herself, I need to have balance in order to be happy, in order to make my loved ones around me happy, in order to live this prosperous life. I need to have balance. And she learned, fuck balance. It doesn't exist. Like, it's actually a false reality that we try to paint to make ourselves feel better. Mm-hmm. Instead, I'm going to set boundaries and I'm going to stick to them. Tell so, me if I'm wrong here. Balance is something average people try to tell you that you need. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's the truth. Because it, we're sitting here and we're, like, analyzing what the these these limits that we place on ourselves, and balance is a limit that we've placed on ourselves that we've been taught like you have to have this which obviously to a certain extent you need to be aware of paying attention no that's exactly what i'm not saying i mean i'm saying balance is out it's out and here's how you reframe your perspective that's why this is so important yeah because you might think you need balance let's say you are starting a weight loss journey and you're like well i need balance Um, I'm going to have one cheat meal a week. That's balance. Actually, that's not real. That's not, that's not sustainable. That's not something you're going to stick to for the rest of your life. Instead, create boundaries. So your boundary might be, I'm not going to eat fried food. That's my boundary. That is sustainable. I don't, I couldn't tell you last time I had fried food. That's one of my literal boundaries. Mm. And so instead of me saying, I'm going to have balance and just have one fried food meal a week. Well, what if next week I don't really care to have fried food? 
you know? Mm-hmm. So I think the balance thing is, it's What was not, the example she gave? She, I don't know if she gave an example, but the one I told you earlier when we were talking was, and the reason I gave you this example, because Matt and I were just talking about this. He wants to, like, he watches Facebook Reels, which is so weird. What? It's so weird. Dude, he's so old. Yeah, like, he just likes Facebook Reels. I'm just kidding. That's not an old thing to do. But he was saying, like, I need to chill out on Facebook Reels. Like, I'm gonna... Facebook Reels? Who even says that? I don't even know where to find those. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't even know. Anyway, (laughs) I was, like... In my mind, thinking about applying the Mel Robbins lesson where she was saying balance. So if you think about Facebook, you need balance with Facebook. Okay. How about instead you create a boundary? Like no more Facebook Reels. That's my boundary. Or like I'm not going to do Facebook Reels Monday through Friday. That's my boundary. Mm-hmm. Like that's not balance. That's setting a boundary and caring about your well-being, caring about your mentality, and having new perspective on your values. Well, I think it goes back to our original statement of like shoulding ourselves. I should yes. chill out on Facebook boundaries. Facebook boundaries? <laughs> Facebook, what are they called? Reels. I think they're called Facebook Reels. I don't know. <laughs> Facebook Reels. And then we should ourselves so much that we end up like spiraling and continuing the cycle versus yeah. like setting a boundary or a non-negotiable of like, I don't do this anymore. Right. At, for my fill in the blank. Yeah. But yeah, that's a, I love that example, and I love that way of saying it, and I also love the thought that like balance, reminding ourselves that when you're going, when you're wanting to do something great, like balance can't be your focus. Yeah, it's shifting your focus to like this is what's important to me, and these are the boundaries that I need to have in place to protect myself from everything that comes my way in the process of that. Versus right. like seeking balance is like I was just telling Chandler too. I. I don't know. I I think I have been thinking I need more balance in my life. And that's why I really liked listen to Hermie Boy because he was like, I love working and I, I love what I do. And that's my hobby. It's what I wake up and get excited to do. I do this. And he's like, and people tell me I work too much. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. that's what I do. And I'm like, permission slip accepted. You're like, fuck pickleball. <laughs> yes. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I don't feel that way for the record. Yes. I love pickleball. I'm more happy for you and your pickleball. Um, but I was saying, and I don't, now I forget what I was saying, but I, I think I was saying like, I, I don't know. Damn, lost it. Lost my bad. It. My bad, bro. Um, the last thing that I want to say is these podcasts and listening to podcasts outside of ours are, I want to reframe how you think about them because... I think sometimes, and we we recently referenced on one of our podcast shows how we've paid to get into a room with people who are doing better than us. And I think a lot of times people out there think I should buy this course or I should I should learn this strategy and it's going to solve all my problems. I should get self-tanning. Things like that. <laughs> but what it really does, these podcasts paying for, for experiences that show you different things, what it does is it actually helps you locate what you're missing. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't give you, no, nobody can change your life but you. You have to figure out a way to change your life. You have to figure out a way to make the money, lose the weight, find the person. No one can do that for you. But when you put yourself in rooms, whether it's virtually, in audio, with a podcast, whatever, and you locate your gaps and find your areas of improvement, 
then you take action on that. And I think that's why I've been trying to put together in my mind, like, how do we make more impact with this podcast? How do we expose where we can help people? And I think it's all of this combined. Like we're showing up in the raw and the real. We're showing up with what we've taken from other people and applied it to our lives. And the only way that we've done that is because we've heard what we lack. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important to perk your ears up and have intention when you're listening to podcasts like this or when you think about paying for a course or putting yourself in a mastermind. Go find what you're missing and then fill that gap. Well, also recognizing that everything is an experience that is building you and who you're becoming. So giving it like a trial and error experiment type vibe too. So like, don't take it and be like, oh, that's the right thing that I should be doing to build my business. It's like, oh, that worked for that person. I'm going to trial and error that and I'm going to really go all the way in on it. I'm going to do this, this, and this and give it however much time you need and then decide this worked for me this I'm taking with me, this I'm leaving behind and make it yours. Yeah. But it's like, you got to experiment. Well, yeah, I think it's when it comes to business or when it comes to the only thing that I can feel like it's super relatable is like diet or relationships. If you really want success in all of those areas, 99% of it is through experience period. Mm -hmm. Like no one can, can give you a plug and play strategy where here you're going to have the best marriage of your life. It's 99% experience. Yeah. But the thing to take with you from this too is when you really own your freaking power and like what makes you happy and alive and what is making your relationships thrive, what's making your day feel good, what all the things that are building this beautiful life that you're building you truly inspire somebody that you don't even know. Mm -hmm. Like I guarantee you the people who I'm that I'm seeing on the day to day that I'm like, damn, like they've impacted the way that I dress and Mm -hmm. they've impacted the way that I dance. They've impacted the way that I speak. And it's like, wow, one person owning who they are and sharing that journey has truly changed the game for me. And I want to be that for somebody else. And I know you do too. And like, that's what we're here to do. You're here to live your life out loud and be someone else's permission slip to do the same their own way. Love it. So good. Peace, love, happiness, and blessings. Hermie boy, we love you. Blessings on blessings. Boy. Boy.